Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Is the Jaguars' run defense in trouble? That's the question everyone in Duval County is asking right now. Why are folks so worried about the Jaguars' run defense? The answer is twofold. For one, they just gave up over 200 yards on the ground to the Philadelphia Eagles in a Week 4 loss. The second part of that is you've got Foley Fatu Kasi, who's one of the Jaguars' big beefeaters up front, who is dealing with a quad injury. I'm going to tackle the question, should you be worried about the Jaguars' run defense moving forward? Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. If you want to support the channel further, go check out GenJag.com. Get some new Duval gear. You can also become a channel member. We've got links in the description below. All right, so obviously Foley Fatukasi, you want him out there. You're paying him $10 million per year. He's setting a hard edge at defensive end, using his strength, his explosive power to blow guards up, to eat up gaps. He, Devon Hamilton at nose tackle, Roy Robertson-Harris at edge, defensive end on the opposite side. Those are your three base interior defensive linemen. You want Foley Fatukasi out there if you're in base, if you're trying to stop the run. No question about it. Before his injury, which was halfway through the second quarter, he pulled up a little bit. The Jaguars were allowing just 2.2 yards per carry on the ground on designed runs. They had allowed 20 yards on nine Philadelphia Eagles carries. They were doing very well against the run. They were doing very well as a defense as a whole. But that was an inflection point in the game for multiple reasons. You have Foley's injury. You have Trevor Lawrence starting to turn the ball over and the offense being unable to sustain drives, which a lot of that also had to do with the rain starting to come down a lot harder at that point in the game, as Doug Peterson pointed out. You also have the Eagles starting to run a lot more read option type concepts. Um, And after that point, the Eagles really took advantage of the Jaguars defense with that varied ground attack, again, featuring Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders, and that read option, zone read type looks. Jalen Hurts, I think, is one of the very best running quarterbacks in football, probably second to Lamar Jackson. And Miles Sanders, his speed can be a challenge for any defense. When you have those types of concepts, you're challenging secondary defenders, off-ball linebackers, and safeties to be on their keys, to play fundamentally sound. That did not happen. Devin Lloyd and Foya Luke, and they struggled to diagnose when the Eagles started running the zone read stuff, and they were just off by a hair, off by a step this way. You needed to be a tad quicker diagnosing what's happening in front of you, and you need to trust that there's going to be guys um, where they're supposed to be. I think Devin Lloyd and Foya Luke and started trying to do a little bit too much um, when when the Eagles started 
Am I giving it to Miles Sanders? And am I keeping it myself if I'm Jalen Hurts? When that started happening, the Jaguars' run defense started to suffer a little bit. But even after that point, it's not as if the Jaguars' defense was hopeless, right? They only allowed 4.2 yards per rush on the ground for the day. It's just that the Eagles ran the ball 50 times. Why were the Eagles able to run the ball 50 times? Not because the Jaguars' run defense was hopeless, but because the Jaguars' offense was hopeless. Trevor Lawrence's ability or inability to hold onto the football was hopeless. He continually put the Jaguars' defense in poor situations with turnovers that set the Eagles up with great field position and uh, just also wasn't giving the Jaguars' defense any time to rest, reset, and collect themselves. It was crazy stuff. Now, I've got my notes here. After the Jaguars go up 14-0, second quarter, this is the Jaguars' offensive drives. Fumble, three and out. Fumble, three and out. Interception, fumble. You had that one fourth quarter touchdown, then another fumble. How do you expect a defense to hold up when your offense is not able to, at the very least, sustain some drives? I'm not saying you have to score all the time. I'm not saying you have to put together 10 play drives, but you got to sustain something here and there. You literally had a fumble, three and out, fumble, three and out, interception, fumble, touchdown. Again, only touchdown after they went up 14-0. And then another fumble on your last drive of the game. The Eagles possessed the ball for 39 minutes and 51 seconds. They possessed the ball for 40 minutes in this game. Your defense is not going to have a chance to play good football if you've got your offense only having the ball for 20 minutes continuously putting them in bad situations was the Jaguars offense. I feel bad for the Jaguars defense because you got everybody piling on them right now for their efforts against the run. I squarely put the blame on that on the offense. And now look, Devin Lloyd, Foya Luke, and some of the guys up front, they needed to play better than they did, but it was a hard ask when you having to continuously trot out there after your offense turns the ball over or, or punts It's tough. It is really tough to get out there and be effective, especially when you're being stressed by Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders not knowing who's carrying the football. It was a tough game. It was a tough game for the Jaguars' defense after that point. So, do you need to be worried about this Jaguars' defense? When it comes to Foley Fatukasi, like I said, he is a key piece against the run. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If he can't play... I think you're immediately looking to the practice squad, and I think there's some good options on your Jaguars practice squad. Corey Peters, he's a longtime NFL veteran. He's hanging out on the practice squad right now. He's 34 years old, but even though he's up there in age, he was still getting the job done in a major way last year for the Cardinals in base um, against the run. He's powerful. He plays with good leverage and gap integrity. I think... He could be an ideal piece to plug in at that defensive end spot and base defensive end. Plug him in where where Foley was playing. 
And then keep Devon at nose. Keep Roy Robertson-Harris where he was playing at the other defensive end spot. I think there's no doubt about it in my mind that, that he can come in and do that. He's been working with you for a month now. He's been on the practice squad since September 12th. By the time this game rolls around, it will have been just about a month. I'd call him up. Might call up Israel Antoine, too, who's a rookie that had a really big summer in preseason for the Jaguars. That way, you've got your beef up front. You can still play Devon at nose, like I said. Still play Roy Robertson-Harris at defensive end. You can have Peters take over those reps at the other defensive end spot for Foley Fatukasi if he has to miss time. Let's be clear. Foley Fatukasi right now, according to Doug Peterson, is day-to-day. It doesn't look like we're talking about an extended absence for Fatukasi. looks like we're talking about patching this for a little while here. The good news is not only is Peters a good, stout run defender, he played under defensive line coach Brinson Buckner in Arizona. Should be a really easy fit in my opinion. And I think bringing Antoine up and, and getting him some reps here and there could be a good thing too for him and his career and for the Jaguars' long-term development. Now, if Corey Peters, Israel Antoine don't move the needle for the Jaguars' coaching staff, they, they feel like they need something else. Maybe Corey Peters, even though he's been here a month, doesn't look quite like how he looked in 2021 and before. There are other options out there should you want to further address it. I mean, Malcolm Brown is still a free agent. Indomitian Sue is still available. Sue knows Mike Caldwell. Brown knows Mike Caldwell. The Jaguars have about $5 million in cap space should they really want to make a move, whether it's signing a vet or making a trade for another interior defender. The bottom line for me is I do not think it's time to panic with this rush defense. The biggest issue last week was the offense not being able to sustain anything after they went up 14-0. The Jaguars' run defense was dominant prior to week four, allowing 55 yards per game on the ground. And even after this, uh, this Eagles contest, they're still allowing only 93 yards per game on the ground, still one of the best run defenses in football statistically. Again, the Eagles, it's not like they were getting these chunk plays all over the place. They had one long run with Miles Sanders. And other than that, it was just steady diet of running the football because the Jaguars couldn't hold on to it on offense. So, yeah, I think even if it's Corey Peters taking those Foley Fatu Kasi reps, you're probably okay. And you're not playing anyone like Jalen Hurts over the next month. The closest thing you'll have is Daniel Jones and they're miles apart from a rushing perspective. When you do play quarterbacks that can can do some of the read option stuff, can do some of the quarterback keepers, you need your off-ball linebackers just to be where they're supposed to be. They need to read their keys better. They need to communicate better. You need to be calling who's got outside leverage, who's got inside. And I think you're fine. I have no doubt that Foye, Aluakun, and Devin Lloyd can communicate better, can be in better position. Uh, and again, you're not facing Jalen Hurts again. You do have Lamar Jackson down the road, but you've got a long time to clean things up before then. So I think it is far from time to panic for the Jaguars' run defense again. They weren't terrible last week. What was terrible was the offense's ability to hold on to the football. What was terrible was Trevor Lawrence's inability to guide the offense to any sustained drives outside of the one touchdown in the fourth quarter, again, after the first two scores. So I'm not too worried about the Jaguars' run defense. They were the best run defense in football prior to this week. 
The Eagles can do that to a lot of teams, in my opinion, with their varied rushing attack, with Jalen Hurts, with Miles Sanders and company, with their offensive line play, which was outstanding. You talk about Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson. You talk about uh, Lane Johnson. They were really getting the job done at a high level. So, no, I would not worry too much about this Jaguars run defense, but you should be monitoring how are they going to address this. Does Foley Fatukasi get back to health? Does Corey Peters get called up? Do they want to look outside the building for help? They have a lot of options here to make sure that the run defense is in a good situation moving forward. And I think this was more of a blip on the radar than a trend. But we'll find out as the Jaguars host the Houston Texans this weekend, who no no doubt they will try to run the football with Damian Pierce and company. Uh, So the Jaguars, they'll need to show that they're up to the task against them, and I believe they will. That is going to do it here. Thank you so much for tuning in to Duval Daily, presented by GenJack.com. Make sure to follow myself on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Please like and subscribe on YouTube if you want to support the channel further. Again, you can go check out GenJag.com. You can also become a, a channel member here. We've got links in the description below. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, Duval. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.